0: vegan vegan as fuck podcast (laughs) hello we we out you Uh, welcome to the vegan as fuck podcast where we do podcast things we do do podcast what's your name good good sir it's your boy donnie it's
1: your boy donnie well I usually say vegan as fuck, but the thing is like Vegan as
0: fuck. It's
1: like What's we're on the mean? vegan as fuck podcast, but so I can't call myself vegan as fuck anymore. I think now then it's, then it's just, Inception. Right? Exactly.
0: Inception. You're in the podcast that is you because you're vegan as fuck, but this is the vegan as fuck podcast. So basically you're talking to yourself inside your head. This is the podcast that happens inside Donnie's head. And we have some rise here as you can see. Product placement because this is sponsored by Rise Kombucha.
1: Shout out to Rise Kombucha.
0: Funny story. I used to work uh, at a grocery store stacking Rise Kombuchas into the fridge and I hated it. I always hated it because they would get sold out every single day and I had to keep restacking them all day. Maybe they taste good or something. I don't know. I can't <laughs> wink with this eye. I can wink with this eye. So
1: funny. funny how things come full circle and here they are sponsoring our first podcast. This is season yeah. one, episode one.
0: Yeah, and I still too afraid to drink it because it reminds me of my haunted past but i'll drink it
1: i'll drink it <laughs> it's really good this is the uh, kiwi pineapple
0: delicious kiwi pineapple it i is. got experience the taste of food forward thinking that's not the flavor that's just what it says on it mango papaya enough about that what are we talking about here today my name is little veg as most of you have Don't know. And your name is not (laughs) Lil Veg. So talk to us about uh, our podcast. What's going to happen? Tell the people. So this is
1: season one, episode one of the Vegan as Fuck podcast. We're here in our new studio. We're super excited. It took us about a couple months to get this thing built up. And all we did
0: was build this wall (laughs) and this table from IKEA.
1: Yeah, we have 2,000 square feet. And this is all we have so far to show for it is this this amazing uh, wall back here. And uh, we're super excited to be here. We're super excited to bring you guys some good content when it comes to veganism. Something different, a little outside of the box. Of course, uh, little veg here is quite the comedian. Keeps me laughing most of the time, so.
0: <laughs> now that you say that I'm a comedian, people are gonna be expecting me to make jokes. And then now that they're expecting the jokes, they're not gonna be funny. Because <laughs> then she really is, oh, he's a comedian. Right. Okay. Well, make me laugh. Pressure's on. Go. Make me laugh! Pressure's Relax. on. Relax. I'm trying to make it supposed to be like a happy thing. You're not supposed to be angry that <laughs> you're waiting for me to make you laugh.
1: <laughs> See, this is what he does all day long. But um, today, episode one, we're going to talk a little bit about our vegan journeys. How Beginnings. We-
0: it's the beginnings episode. It's the beginnings. Look, it's the beginning of the podcast, so we're going to talk about how Donnie first went vegan.
1: That's right. How did I first go spill vegan? The,
0: spill the beans yeah, so. so that I can eat them after.
1: <laughs> so actually, uh, for me, it was a documentary called What the Health. Have you ever heard of a documentary before? Yes. What did,
0: okay. So I know what a documentary is.
1: Yeah. He doesn't take me seriously at all, by the way. So this will be a challenge for us to, to communicate in a way where we take each other seriously. So bear with us. Hopefully, <laughs> he also doesn't pay any attention to me when I speak. So this is a big challenge for both of us here.
0: Usually, but when you start talking, I just do this, <laughs> right in his face. Literally,
1: um, but yeah, I did watch a documentary called "What the Health," which was basically showing the correlation between diet and disease. So, uh, myself battling with my weight for so many years, and seeing how eating animal products could lead to things like cancer, diabetes, heart disease, obesity. I was like, no, I do not want, <laughs> I am kind of fat still, but um, I did not want to be one of those statistics, you know, and it uh, awakened six, me. Six, six, six. Yeah, awakened me to stop eating animal products right away. I like, just stopped eating them that day and it uh, took me about a month or so to be fully vegan. And then here I am three, three and a half years later, enjoying this journey. It's been an amazing journey, feeling great. So you've only been vegan for three years?
0: How long have you been vegan for? It's funny, I never even asked you that actually been like five years it's been like five, yeah like five years i was like i was 21 it was on my 21st birthday okay my 21st birthday and i am now 25 but i'm am about to turn 26 like next in two months okay so well, it's we almost won't six. talk about my
1: age i'm old so
0: he's an old fart. <laughs> so it's been almost five years it's been four four years and uh four and a half years And And what what sparked the journey for you? What sparked the journey? A documentary called What the (laughs) (laughs) Hell? That's my story. It's literally stealing my story. I saw the same documentary. (laughs) Oh, did you? Okay. But that's not the doc. I saw, um, actually, I was watching Earthlings. Mm. Uh, Well, look, I've always wanted to, like, go, like, not go vegan. I wanted to, like, be vegetarian um, for a long time. But then I was keep making the classic excuses, like, oh but i live at my parents house and uh, they cook the food so i have no choice like mm-hmm. oh one day when i'll move i'll go vegetarian one day when i'll do this i'll do that one day and then you never do anything because all you just keep saying is one day i'll do this mm-hmm. but then i but wait
1: ate. just before you go ahead what sparked you to want
0: to go vegetarian what was that like? I, don't, I don't know it's just like yeah. was the animals was it yeah well, yeah it's, uh, it was definitely the animals it's just always been in, in my head like uh for some reason, like since I was born, oh yeah, I just remembered, <laughs> like flashback. Okay, go. story time. <laughs> so when I was when I was five years old, oh, wow. approximate, approximately, when I was five years old, approximately, um, my grandfather, who is like a a Greek man from Greece, old Greek guy uh, from the village of Greece, and you know, I'm uh-huh. not from like the cities, like right. from the hardcore village, you know, so. Uh, he brought us when I was five years old. You can already know where this story is going. <laughs> uh, it was around Easter time, and it was um he brought us to this farm, okay, and there's a bunch of little baby sheep and goats. And I was like, Oh, oh, so cool, you know, so cute. Look at all these goats. Yeah, it's awesome, you know, goats everywhere. And he was like, Choose one, and I was like, Oh shit, choose that one, you know. That one's like me and my brothers, we chose the cutest. The cutest one that we could yeah, find. So you, you know? thought they were going to maybe be like your We thought parents, we were going to get like, like a, a goat, a you know, baby. like have a goat yeah. with us. It was like cute, you know, and small. So they were like kind of small. Wait, so are we didn't... talking, was it sheep or goats? No. Sheeps are, I don't remember one of okay. them. Because <laughs> <laughs> you don't know the difference. It's, I know yeah. there's a difference, but I don't yeah. remember if it was a sheep or a goat because, yeah. uh, what was it? It's not a sheep, it's, because a, it's a lamb. It a lamb, but a it lamb a is lamb.
1: a baby sheep. Yeah,
0: right? so it was a lamb. Okay, so it was a lamb, yeah. Because it was for Easter, yeah. So basically, you guys know the story, but... I was so excited. We had a name for him and everything. And then they randomly like just grab him by the legs, hang him up, and just like oh, m- murder gosh. him right in front of us. And we were like like I was like, what yeah? What just happened? You know, I yeah. saw like was crazy. It man. was graphic. I'm not gonna explain what happened, but it was it was obviously graphic and Because as kids I, were taught to that was like in my brain, I guess, and yeah. like suppressed for a really long time. Yeah. And obviously I continued uh, eating whatever my family and my parents were yeah. like were feeding me because I was a young kid, I had no choice. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, it was just always in the back of my head like meat is bad. Yeah, Don't from eat that, it too
1: much. From that term, I guess I,
0: I feel like yeah. that memory like scarred me and like for my whole life after like, just yeah. realizing what what just happened. And then yeah. I, I have never eaten lamb like in my entire life. Yeah. I've never since that like, eating a lamb. Since that moment, I never, like, I always was like, oh, I don't like it. Like I was like picky, you know, picky eater. I don't like it. I don't want to yeah, eat yeah, it. You know yeah. I was like? But I never actually tried it. So I don't, you know, like, so everyone's like, you never tried it. And I'm like, I just don't like you it. You don't want it, exactly. It <laughs> brought you back to that childhood memory. So, so then uh, basically fast forward, I guess that's, I never really ate, um, liked to eat meat. Yeah. Like I never really like, oh yeah, let's get to, whatever, you know? it was okay. like something that thing. was we yeah. were eating because that's all we had and uh, there you go, you know so I was yeah. eating it. but
1: I always had like memories from that. yeah, like, I really kind of traumatizing like, event basically that yeah,
0: exactly. so then basically then I saw the documentary Earthlings. Uh, I was the first Game like, yeah, I was the first one that I ever saw and I was like same guy same day I became vegetarian became vegetarian okay and then we were eating dinner. we hate that word by the way. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> So I became vegetarian and it la- it lasted because I was like, oh, I need to do the transition, you know? I need to do the transition, first I'll start vegetarian. And then I'm at dinner with my family and um, it was, uh, my stepdad was like, I-, I told them, I told my family like, why? why aren't you eating any of the meat? And I'm like, oh. I was just eating a cheese pizza and they're like, "Why uh, why don't you want to eat the meat? And I was like, actually I'm vegetarian. And then to turn me off from the idea My stepdad was like, "But uh, you're eating cheese." They do the same thing to they 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 do the same thing that they do to the the other uh, to the cows and stuff. They do it for cheese also. And I'm like, "Oh shit, you're right." All right, forget it. I'm vegan then. (laughs) (laughs) So i totally, I totally backfired. Yeah, he's trying to like, you know, he's he's gonna tell you there's no point. Yeah, there's no point. No No point of doing it. It's everywhere. Just eat it, you know. And I'm like, and I'm like, oh wait, it's true. I feel like such a hypocrite. (laughs) Hypocrite. (laughs) I feel like that's such crazy. a hypocrite, you know. I'm like, all right, then I'll just go vegan. And like, then they're just like, you know, it's like uh, my family's Greek, so obviously when they're let me tell them that you're not going to eat meat, they're all at first, you know. Now they're, it's been five years, so they're comfortable with it. But back then, it was like a big, uh, a big thing, you know. Oh, ah, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, <laughs> so not the end of the world, guys. Yeah. I'm doing this for myself, for the animals, it's, or it's like I'm trying to help you. Yeah, I'm trying to save the planet yeah. that you live on, you know. And it's like, ah, you <laughs> like, oh. just want to just want to like do a good thing, you know. You should be should be proud of yeah. your son for doing a good thing, you know. So
1: it's crazy that you actually say that you had that experience because when I was growing up, I had a similar childhood experience. And just to touch upon that quickly, as children, we're taught to love animals, right? We yeah. see them in cartoons, we see them in movies. Yeah, you learn how to
0: mm-hmm. cow says moo. Pig says oink. Yeah. And you're like, oh, these yeah. are cute yeah. sounds. Cute, cute, you know? cute animals. And, but we're going to uh, kill them. Like, oink, oink.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that's unfortunately what they brainwash you into later. <laughs> so weird. But yeah. uh, myself as well. I remember I was about six, seven years old. And um, our neighbor behind our house, he's an Italian man. And uh, one day I was just looking out my window. And I saw a pig hanging dead. I guess it was either about to be it. Sorry, the, the pig was about to be whatever cooked or, or whatever. But the pig was just lying there, uh, hanging there dead. And I was like traumatized. I actually started yelling out the window, like cursing at him. I was seven years old, but I was cursing at him. And I was yelling at him, I was so upset. My mom got in on it. She's like, there's children here, you shouldn't be you know, promoting this type of death and violence. And we were actually raised vegetarian in my household. So I didn't grow up eating. Any, Thanks for the invite. Right, you know? So I'm so lucky to actually have been raised vegetarian, but crazy enough, raised vegetarian. I was compassionate towards animals. And then at the age of like 14, 15, all my friends were like, what do you mean you don't eat meat? You've never had this, you've never had that. And I got sucked into it. Classic peer
0: pressure. Classic peer pressure. If your friends pressure. told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? <laughs>
1: Probably. <laughs> no. um, that's how I kind of got sucked into that whole thing. And uh, yeah, it's it's just crazy that we're taught compassion. And even when it's in your heart, uh, through all the brainwashing of advertisements and corporations and, and society, you can easily forget that. But here we are. Here we are. We made it. We, made it. we escaped the, uh, the, the. you know, how you say, uh, I don't even know how to say it. But yeah. We escaped. The claws. We escaped. The crutches.
0: <laughs> exactly. We escaped.
1: And we're happy to be here. We're and it's happy to have... funny because
0: when, uh, when my family was questioning me, um, why, like, why, why, why? And then I literally sang... Uh, I was like, um, I sang the song from uh, Michael Jackson. Uh, literally, said, I was like, I'm going to make a change for once in my life. And then they're like, ha, ah, hey. And then I got up and I was like, it's going to feel real good. Going to make a difference. Going to make it right. And then I was, as I was singing that, I was walking away to my room. That's how usually I would escape to, to be in peace. But I would walk away and then they're like, where are you going? Go back. And I was like, I'm starting with a man in the mirror. And then like, what are you doing? I'm asking them to change his ways.
1: And that's how that story ends. That's it. And um, here we are now living this vegan, compassionate lifestyle. What is it
0: brought us? Brought us. Rice Kombucha.
1: It brought us here. Right here. Talking to you guys. And so happy to be sharing this journey with you all. Uh, vegan as Fuck has been around for over two years as a brand, you said a bad word. as an organ, as an organization. Um, we are a movement. We're a community, and we're so happy to be sharing this journey with you guys. And we're going to be having cool guests on the podcast. So today is just kind of like the intro episode, and um, we wanted to touch upon a few things, kind of like uh, our vegan journeys, how we met, how we kind of started this whole. Uh,
0: how I regret meeting this guy, because <laughs> it's been nothing
1: but trouble. Yeah, it's funny enough, we met about only seven, eight months ago, and uh, we, <laughs> met, we met outside of a slaughterhouse, crazy enough. We met outside of a slaughterhouse here we in Quebec. met where
0: it all began.
1: Yeah, we met outside of a slaughterhouse, bearing witness. Uh, so for those who don't know, bearing witness is when we go outside of slaughterhouses to uh, comfort the animals before they are sent in to be slaughtered, and we give them water, we get content. We kind of show people what it is that they're paying for when they support these industries. So uh, crazy enough, we did meet at a a slaughterhouse and then we discussed filming some content together, some comedy skits, because we're both funny. (laughs) Okay, the truth is I'm not funny at all. He's funny, he's creative, he's the producer, he's the director. For everyone who watches those funny comedy skits, sometimes he's like,
0: hey, we should do this. And I'm like,
1: Yeah. Supposedly, my ideas are terrible, and I can't and I can't act, and uh, I'm not funny. Supposedly, he's that's, what, that's what he says. He's getting there, <laughs>
0: but uh, he's got a long way. It's a work in progress. Um, but that's how we met. How do... Yeah. Before but, that, but I, just... I, but I met
1: your girlfriend before meeting you. Yeah. That's actually I met you because I knew your girlfriend, which yeah. I also actually, met at yeah, a There's house. Yeah. There's a
0: photo. Of us? Together. Together, We didn't know each other yet. We didn't know each other. It was at, uh, it was at a Canada Goose protest or yes. it was just like a fur protest? Because I remember we did like a tour.
1: We did a tour, yeah. We did a few we, different like, stores. We walked to like
0: all the different stores. Yeah. And, uh...
1: yeah, The big fur problem here in in Montreal, Quebec, I'm, I'm assuming all over Canada, all over the East Coast, of, I'm sure, of America or wherever it's cold. Yeah,
0: wherever um, it's cold. Wherever yeah.
1: it's cold, uh, companies like Canada Goose have literally brainwashed people into thinking that fur trim keeps them warm, you yeah. know, in, the, in in these freezing. Even though it's like, it's like here. It's a decoration.
0: And there's a, how does that keep you warm? It's like, first of all, you're not even wearing your hood. It's like, yeah. on, it's like here. And then even when you're wearing it, it's not even touching. It's, it's, it's like, literally,
1: <laughs> yeah. But they brainwash people into thinking that's what keeps them warm. So it's a big problem. So it's one of the main activisms that we do out here. Um And yeah. yeah. So
0: there's that photo, I think, uh, put the photo right here. <laughs> you See the photo? <laughs> Hopefully we'll play it up in there, yet. Do you see it? Because I don't see it right now. But if you're seeing it, it's because I did it in editing. Yeah. And we're looking at this photo. My girlfriend took this photo. And I think I'm holding, my, a,
1: I'm holding a sign like this, like high up in yeah, the air. Yeah, you
0: can see my purple hat. This same, this very hat. You <laughs> can see it. Hat, and yeah. it's like, oh! That's the first photograph of Veg and, and Donald together into, yeah. in, one, in the same shot. Yeah, and we didn't even know each other. We huh? didn't know. We just crossed paths. I just thought he was a crazy uh, fur activist because uh, that day everyone was yelling at each other. It was, yeah, that's what it was, the, first, it was the first. Let's fur. talk about that a little bit. By <laughs> the way, it's the first fur protest. No, that that I, that's the first. That, first that, first one oh, that was the first. Oh wow, that's crazy! And I get there and everyone's like, "Losers!" <laughs> like yelling at each other. I was like, "What? What's, what's, what's going on here?"
1: To, to give a little insight, to give a little insight for those who don't, I've never been to a fur protest before. Um, kind of wild. It's kind of wild because one of the main tactics that activists do use when it comes to raising awareness about the fur industry is shaming. And yeah. I think that's some of the, one of the topics that we can discuss a little bit today. And next even, episode. Yeah. Or, or on future episodes. Stay
0: tuned to the next episode. <laughs>
1: oh, we're done already? <laughs> but um, yeah. So basically for him, if that was his first experience. Uh, what you'll see is when people do walk by wearing their, their fur trims, activists will kind of yell at them like-
0: With their signs, like they have this sign, like fur kills, like pictures of like foxes and yeah. coyotes. which I think is stuff. great. I it's think good, it's great. yeah, the yeah. pictures are fine pictures and, and are everything yeah. to, to make people realize. They also play like sounds- of Sounds them of them the animals who are trapped. killed, yeah, yeah. or or tra- while they're trapped. Yeah. Like them crying and stuff. But then they'll just like go up, go after these people that are wearing the fur and they'd be like, you're a loser. Feel like a big man? you wearing big boy pants. <laughs> that's funny for her kid. Um, but yeah, so
1: that's that's one of the tactics. But it's
0: not like it's not like you a big like like being sarcastic is like literally like fuck you, you, fucking loser, you're a piece of shit, you're yeah. going to hell. Yeah, Whoa.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think there's ways that we could reform uh, the activism that we do in the in the fur industry because it's not like vegans who, who do activism or activists who do activism um towards people who eat you know meat or dairy or eggs we don't grunt up to them and call them losers and, yeah. and yell in their face but for some reason I, and we don't do it to people who wear leather or wool but for yeah, some reason think, fur is just something that really gets under the skin and and it's it's very um of course uh i think it's because like it's, it's, it's a good reason that we're so upset. We are so upset. We're so upset yeah. about every industry that exploits animals and abuses animals. They're all
0: equally bad. Um, I just think that it's, it's cause like for fur, it's like everyone, like everyone, like most people on the planet, like um, love dogs and like furry, cute creatures that true. are like typically, like stereotypically fur- cute, you know? Yeah, true, yeah. So when it's like fur, it's like, oh, that was a dog, you know? Like, we like everyone knows that like cows and pigs and chicken and and like fish they get like exploited like crazy and that's kind of like because people like, oh, are they their body yeah we're so conditioned about cows and stuff that their food and their products for us to eat and da, na, 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 and 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 wear their their leather and their stuff but then like even non-vegan people know that fur is just like it's even more it's like not it's not that it's more bad than wearing leather It's just that because of the like, we're not as conditioned to like for dogs to treat dogs like that. So when you see someone wearing dogs fur or minks, yeah,
1: you know, there's so many. There's there's many. I'm just trying to like,
0: I'm just trying to justify it in my like why why this phenomenon is happening, like why people care so much about fur and not about leather. But I think it's just because like leather is just like way more like. It's more it's hard common. To it's leather. more yeah, common. Just like it's, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Fur is like, not everywhere. Like your steering and, wheels. Your yeah. You know, leather patch on the side of your shoe. It's like the whole shoe is not leather, but then they had the little patch. It's like yeah. why'd you? Leather put
1: that? has That's been really so normalized. Yeah, exactly. It's so just, I guess it's just everywhere. As like, activists, we don't we don't pinpoint it as as a major problem. And yeah, um, the fur industry is obviously you know extremely extremely bad and extremely exploitive. Right. And actually, let abusive. us know.
0: What you guys think? Yeah, in drop, the in the comments. Yeah, below. drop
1: drop some comments. And let us know what you guys think. Why about do you think
0: f- fur is uh, more like taboo than leather? I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, so funny enough, yeah, we did meet at uh, at that uh, Canada Goose fur, anti-fur protest.
0: Yeah, and um, I thought he was one of the. Actually, fun. Another fun fact is uh, you thought I was one of the crazy activists. I who thought like, you were just like yelling. At, I was like, no, no I, I didn't think. I just like I was there, and I was like what's going on here? <laughs> I'm so holding my sign and I'm like, and I saw my friend, um, he this, we're at Rudsack and my friend was working security oh, yeah. in Rudsack, but he doesn't work for Rudsack. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. He works for a security agency and that day, they sent him to Rudsack because they knew there was going to be a protest and they just like, got some security for, yeah. for that day, yeah. you know? So my friend's there and he just sees us outside. Like people are yelling at him, you know, you're working for this company. And he's just like so confused. And yeah. I saw him later that night because um, we get together every, it was a Sunday because we got, we got together every Sunday to uh, play Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we played D&D with my friend. I see him later that night. He's like, what's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. He's yelling at me. I was like, He's like, uh, and then he's just telling me like, he's like, based on what I saw, he's like, I felt like buying more for, you know, not, not because like, uh, yeah. but what he was trying to say was that it's just
1: like, I think that's one of the topics we can talk about. It scares, is, it is, scares them is to there, be like,
0: like, it just offends them to like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're calling me losing? well Guess what? Yeah. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is that, that's when it comes to the next, I think one of the main topics we'll talk about is, is there bad activism when it comes to. The ways that we raise awareness you know is sometimes the way that we're trying to get our message across going you know, to make people more defensive more yes. angry and make them want to exploit animals more in spite of not liking vegans and it's it's definitely a problem it's definitely a thing that we are experiencing right now because if you look at the, the trolls which are losers obviously they're losers <laughs> but in the comments section they're like oh we're gonna go eat a steak now just because of, of this post, or we're going to go eat some bacon now because you're feeding water to pigs. And those people, of course, uh, are very close-minded and ignorant and we're not going to focus on them when we're doing our, our activism. We're more focusing on open-minded people and people who are willing to look a little outside of the box and open up their hearts with more yeah. compassion.
0: Not to say though, like that day when everyone was yelling and stuff, um, there was a few people that like, I guess, responded to it. So. Yeah, it's not to say that it's like it's, it doesn't work. You yeah. know, there was some people that came up to us and they were like, uh, there was a lady, I'd taken a picture of a lady. Um, Taking off her. Yeah, she took off, off her, 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 her fur trim because she didn't even know before, you know, she was just walking. She just thought it was a thing, you know, just a fluffy thing on her on her thing. She didn't even know if it was real or not. But then they yeah. told her it's real, it's this, it's that. It's yeah. it's a dead, uh, you're wearing a dead animal on your neck, you know. Yeah, and and yeah. She, she was disgusted by the thought she like, literally unzipped it. She's like, take it off of me. Like yeah, a lot she of people, didn't do it. Like she asked us, can you please take this yeah. off of me? I don't want to like A lot of people this. don't know. A lot of yeah, people don't know the details know. So,
1: of those industries and how bad those animals are You know, And I exploited. guess like,
0: she, <clears throat> yeah, she was not susceptible to like uh, being offended by someone yelling at her on the street. It just made her like, oh, why are they yelling at me? Yeah. What, I'm wearing this thing? Exactly. Oh, instead of being like, people that get like really angry, like what? The oh yeah. fuck yeah. <laughs> <me a> little... <laughs> yeah. People
1: have gotten into our faces before. Almost fights happen. Um, and and it it tends to give activists a bit of a bad name. That's for sure. Because people will be like, you know, like they're, they're walking by vegan with their children. Like, they're what walking. Are those crazy by. people. Yeah, 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 exactly. Vegans tend to look a little crazy. Um, so I think there's ways that as activists that we can all adjust the way that we raise awareness, the way we speak to people. And I know definitely, it's hard
0: because we are yeah, really uh, we're angry and we're, we're angry. really emotional. We're frustrated. Yeah, we're frustrated. Yeah, because it's just like. But yeah. it's not about us. That's the whole thing. If yeah. we make it about us,
1: and I feel that's definitely, again, a thing that uh, that happens to a lot of activists is we're so angry and so frustrated that our emotions spill out in a way that might not make it attractive for people to want to go vegan. So I think it's about really, you know, channeling that energy into a more positive, loving way of raising awareness and explaining to people kindly and politely, hey, this is why you shouldn't support those industries. That's my... Favorite way of doing activism. That's my favorite way of, of just raising awareness is by talking to people, having real conversations, and maybe teaching them stuff that they they didn't know. Yeah, you know. So I think that's something that uh, we're going to touch upon a lot because one of the main things we want to do with this podcast is, of course, just come out here and connect with everybody and put out content that's going to resonate with so many people. Hopefully, both vegan and non-vegan. But we definitely want to create some change in this world, and I think that can be done by uh, by giving advice or are just offering different techniques as ways that we can get people to get on board with not exploiting animals, not exploiting humans, not exploiting the planet, and just living a,
0: a compassionate type of lifestyle. That's our goal here. So. Yeah, with everyone, like even to these people that like to us, they're doing all these horrible things. But we have to spread them. Approach them. The that, approach. Yeah. yeah, approach them with love, so that they like so that they're not like immediately closed off when we approach them because we yeah. approach them with like, hey, idiot, they're yeah. like, oh,
1: <laughs> fuck this guy, you know? Exactly. Like, That's just human nature to get just, defensive. Yeah, exactly. And if someone comes and attacks you, you're gonna Actually, not be open-minded. Another,
0: another example, um, so on on uh, on Facebook, there's this guy that he can't keep his uh, pit bull for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he he did a post like he needs to put him down. And I don't know why mm-hmm. he needed to do this post, but maybe to, you know, like a cry for help, like, But he was just saying, like, I have to put my pitbull down. I can't keep him anymore for whatever reason. Whatever, you know. A bunch of people started messaging him like, you loser, die. Fuck you. Die, you know. Mm -hmm. And obviously, he's not going to respond to those people. Yeah. And then uh, my girlfriend, Casey, she she saw the post and she wrote on it... um, she put like a smiley face and then she was like, uh, if you need any help, uh, finding another home, if you need help or something, she, she wrote something like positive, like, hey, how are you uh, with a smiley face, you know, and like three days later, we thought like, oh, it was already too late. Like, uh, yeah, we thought it down. was too late. They put him down, you know, for sure. But she gets a message out of all like he had like hundreds of wow. comments and out wow, of all the crazy. people uh, he messaged her and wow. he was like, hey, I, um, I found a home for him, but now th- they don't want to keep him. So can you help me to like find him a place, wow. you know? And so now she's been the past few days, like every night she's like messaging all kinds of like Look shelters and sanctuaries and this, and that, can you take this pit bull? And she found a place for this dog to go wow. because she wasn't calling the guy a fucking idiot, yeah, you know what, exactly. you know, cause she, she went with like compassion. Hey, how are you? Is everything okay? That's right. How can I help? And when he was like in a time of need, instead of answering, you, you think he's going to go to like, okay, I need to find this, my dog a home. Uh, let me go see who I can ask. Uh Fuck you. I hate your guts. <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah, guy, fat exactly. boy, guy. Like, I'm not going to message any of those people. Yeah. yeah. You found <laughs> the one nice person. It's like, oh, oh, who's this? Yeah. Hi, how are you? De-de-de-de-de. Exactly. Oh. You're reasonable, I'll yeah. talk to you, you know? It's like- 100%, so, which, which shows it's so, and so important. And then we saved this yeah. dog's life because- There you go. Because of being like- Exactly. Not like mean to the guy, you know? Like, for it's sure a, in, your, in our minds, we're like, like, oh, you want to kill a dog for no reason just because you don't want to keep it, you fucking asshole. You know, yeah. we're like we're not going to say But that don't say loud. that, because exactly. Think what can, you
1: think, but it's your actions that can actually uh, end up affecting a, a scenario in a very positive way.
0: And then after you rescue the dog, and it's safe and sound, then you tell him, hey, you fucking asshole, should have kept it. <laughs> <Right>. You <laughs> made a commitment, yeah. piece of shit.
1: But uh, I love that. I love that. I think we're going to come and find ways to just talk about different techniques and different ways of, of approaching people and different ways of raising awareness. And I think that can have a very positive impact because people do look up to us, our, our organization, as as um, like innovators, I think, a little bit. Within the vegan movement, you know, because we like to do things a little differently, right? We have our comedy skits, we have kind of our brand, which is a little bit edgy with the, the veganish fuck name to it, you know? Um, and we have a lot of big plans on ways that we want to get creative with sharing our message. So that's that. We're edgy. <laughs> so what do we have on the what do we have on the menu? Let's talk to our viewers here, because we on don't want to on the- Rice kombucha. <laughs> what's, uh, what's, how are we closing out the year 2020?
0: <laughs> I'm closing out the year 2020 by drinking a rice kombucha. You haven't even taken a sip yet. <laughs> I've been drinking it the whole time. I'm not thirsty right now. That's so funny. But let me tell you what I am thirsty. I'll grab a rice kombucha. <laughs>
1: Um, How are we closing out 2020? Um, let's talk to them a little bit for people who are new. Because We have to understand sometimes we get caught up. We have so many followers and so many people who follow our journey every day through our Instagram stories, through our YouTube, through. through yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people do know us, but we do have some new listeners, probably some new viewers, and they don't know. What, what do we have here? Where are we right now? What studio is this? Why don't you uh, fill people in a little bit on where we're at?
0: What do you mean where we're at? We're at a table in front of a wooden <laughs> wall that I built with my bare hands.
1: We literally did, for this wall, by the way, we like ripped apart uh, pallets. We ripped apart uh, fence. fences. And we took out all the nails and we sanded. and Let we... me tell you, those people that woke up without their fence,
0: <laughs> they're having a bad time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Their fences now now uh, are wall Immortalized on our wall. Yeah, we, we do have our office. Uh, it's empty, it's totally empty. We have nothing but this table. That's why, guys, you can hear this echo.
0: <laughs> so we're trying to get rid of that echo. Bear with us, it's gonna get better every episode. Yeah, as, as we in, get some furniture in here. As we here. get more and more stuff in here. So yeah. far, it's just this table <laughs> that I also built with my bare hands. my kids. <laughs> if you need tables or wooden walls, we got you.
1: I can. Do you guys see what I have to put up with every day? We just signed a five-year lease together. Five years. So hopefully in five years, we'll still be shooting this podcast. I'm sure we will be if uh, I haven't driven him crazy yet or vice versa. I'm on the brink. <laughs> I'm on the brink of collapse. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Today is an introduction to our podcast, episode one, of course, sponsored by Rice Kombucha, as you've heard 38 times oh. so far in
0: this video. Before we go, before we go, I have some good news. So good news and I have some bad news, okay? Okay, let's hear it. So I'm not gonna tell you which is which news, but you're gonna guess. So I went to the doctor and I did some blood tests, okay? And as you guys have seen from the stories on Instagram, me and Donald have been eating (laughs) nonstop. Junk food. Junk comfort food, restaurant food for seven months. Since we met, like every, like three times a day, like that documentary, Super Size Me, or the guys eating McDonald's yeah, all day. we did thing, it, we did it. We did like that, but the vegan We should be fat,
1: like fatter than this anyways.
0: Yeah, but that's that's what I'm getting at. So look, we did that for a really long time and we didn't feel like physically like good, obviously, because like mentally, all the oil, all the like fatty foods. Yeah, we really weren't eating kids. enough
1: fresh fruits, enough vegetables, raw vegetables. Nothing, but listen not to me now. I went to
0: do a blood test yeah. and... We just got our results yesterday, and so I'm at the doctor, and he's not telling me what my results are. So I'm like, it's got to be something bad, you know? <laughs> yeah. He's That's, avoiding. He's I'm waiting like, for something horrible to happen because I know how I've been eating for the past seven months. Yeah. straight, you know. Um, like I'm talking, guys. I don't think you understand. It's like you see what we put on the stories, but sometimes we don't put what we're eating. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We don't. We don't show everything. <laughs> like sometimes some I'll, like, I'll smash an entire bag of chips, big one, like family size. Doritos, uh, sweet chili heat. Sweet chili Vegan heat. friendly. And then I'll go get some like old Dutch ketchup chips, you know, a whole entire bag. And then after the entire bag, I'll go get like the vegan um, ice the vegan cream. ice cream, you know, entire pint, eat the whole thing to myself. And then I'll be like, what's next? And then like i find I thought, something else, you know?
1: And I thought I had bad eating habits till I met this guy. And we've been encouraging each other yeah, in a so crazy
0: way. We've been, you know, we've been going like- Eating hardcore, a lot, of, eat a lot so of junk
1: food for the last seven months. I get
0: this blood test and then, you're thinking the doctor, it's gonna be some I'm like, bad news. It's for gonna sure. be horrible for sure. Like I've been eating horribly, you know? Like some days, some days I don't even eat like food. It's literally just I had three bags of chips today. That's it, you know? Like just chips so and ice cream, that's all I had today, you know? So we we um we get the like we're there and then he's like, look at my dog's like, hmm. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I need to take your blood pressure. I'm like, he's not even telling me my results. And now he wants to take my, he didn't take, He didn't take her blood pressure. I was with Casey. I was like, you didn't take her blood pressure. Why is he taking my blood pressure? So he puts me on the thing. He's like, shh, 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 shh. I'm like, okay. I'm looking at the machine. I see numbers. I don't know what they mean. And then he's like, oh yeah, your blood pressure is perfect. I'm like, okay. What about like the blood test? And then he's like, okay. Uh, anything else I can do for you guys? I'm like, well, yeah, you didn't even tell me my results. He's like, everything's perfect. I'm like, what do you mean everything's perfect? He's like, like a newborn baby boy. <laughs> I'm like, what? Moral of like, the story, guys, like, yeah, go like, vegan. There's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. You're hundred percent. Everything's perfect. Like it's, you know? Imagine No that. cholesterol, sugars, whatever. It's all, so I was like, okay. So what that, we get, at, what so we get out of that story news. is either don't trust doctors whatsoever, yeah, do <laughs> or
1: eat all the vegan junk food in the world and you'll still and I, be I just healthy. Like,
0: like the super size me guy did yeah. it for a month, he almost died. The yeah. guy you yeah, know, yeah, from yeah. the animal products, you yeah, know. Yeah. And then we do it for seven months. Seven
1: months. We're talking pizzas, burgers, tacos, nachos, sandwiches, all kinds of things, <laughs> fries, like any type of comfort vegan food. we have amazing restaurants here in Montreal. If anyone who's watching ever do come visit, post pandemic, we have such amazing restaurants here. We love to support all the restaurants and give them exposure to our community and to people who are vegan, you know, veg curious, whatever it is. Um, even people who aren't vegan, we love to showcase restaurants. So we went to every single restaurant multiple times, showcasing their best things on their, on their menus. It was a real problem. It was crazy. Uh, we we kind of wanted to film a documentary about food and we just ended up just eating food all day. We didn't getting addicted to junk food.
0: And then, yeah, our productivity was going, like definitely our stuff like our productivity and stuff like that was like going down. But, like, to decline our bit. health, our actual like health, yeah. bodily health, like our mental health, that's a different story, but I'm talking about our body health. Yeah, we gained a little weight, but not Nothing. as much as we should have like, probably. The other day guys, I went to the gym with my friends. They all do like tricks and stunts and stuff. And I did a front flip. It <laughs> pretty crazy. And, like yeah. 30 pounds overweight. Yeah. And uh, I'm still able to do a front flip, like, and not, I'm saying still able. I didn't know I was able to do a front flip. But it was the first time I ever did a front flip. Yeah. And I was like, they just showed me, like, yeah, just do this and do it. And I'm running, and I'm like, ah, I did a front flip, like, oh, oh I did. <laughs> I just it. So, did it.
1: <laughs> so, so, power
0: plus. More or less, the, yeah. the, the, that was the good news. The bad news is that, like, we just did like after I did the blood test, we were like eating raw and doing a juice we cleanse. A, we did
1: a seven day, seven day saying, raw like, food juice cleanse.
0: Saying like this is it from now on? We're gonna be raw. We're gonna juice. We're gonna be healthy and <laughs> be productive and all this kind of stuff. How long and then the doctor, and then it lasted oh, yeah. until yesterday when the doctor told me, "Yeah, you're a thousand percent okay." And I'm like, "So I can continue eating all this stuff and nothing will happen to me?" And so what right? you're telling me, doc, is I'm immortal. Right? <laughs> so <laughs> immortal. I went. I went to the, I went uh, to the store. I bought like, you know, um, vegan uh, ground uh, to, to make like a sauce. I bought, I bought like three different types of cheeses. I bought some lasagna and I made a massive lasagna this big, this tall. <laughs> and I ate the entire thing <laughs> <laughs> last night. And then I also bought the vegan, like um, ice cream, yeah. uh, popsicle things. Okay. Like popsicle, uh, I forgot what company, Haagen-Dazs. Oh, they have them now? Okay. And I, uh, <laughs> I ate like two boxes. Two boxes. <laughs> two boxes. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, he is a savage. And heat. then Donnie called me, yo, we're still on this cleanse. I'm like, yeah, I'm on a cleanse.
1: He, w- a, he lied um, to me about
0: cleansing so I'm, that
1: I, f- I would bring raw food to the office. I'm
0: cleansing from the cleanse. Cause we were on a cleanse. So now I'm cleansing from the cleanse because apparently I'm immortal cause I'm vegan. So moral of the story guys is go vegan and uh, you'll be immortality. There you Put go. The clip. <laughs> You know what's there. I think um, Wait, the that. beyond
1: that beach, <laughs> <laughs> immortality. Take it. It's yours. I think that's pretty good for, for episode one, right? Anything we want to do? Some some final thoughts, closing thoughts. What people can expect from this podcast? We're gonna have some guests on, right? To make this a bit more interesting. There's gonna be room for them somewhere. Yeah. Right here. Table extends. Like okay. <laughs> so we'll have some guests. We're gonna be covering lots of fun topics. And please. In the comments section, do let us know what type of topics you would like for us to cover. But We will be talking everything from activism to vegan food and plant-based options popping up everywhere and kind of the whole shift that the world is moving towards when it comes to this type of lifestyle, because it seems to be connected to sustainability, to health, to compassion, and people are slowly starting to wake up. There's more information out there readily accessible, and uh, people Mm -hmm. are making the connection. So we're going to be covering all the topics that, that have to do with that. And
0: uh, I think that's uh, pretty much it. any closing And thoughts? now if we're done, I can finally drink my RISE. <laughs> Thank you once again, RISE, for sponsoring this episode. And uh, we'll see you guys next week on the Vegan Fuck Podcast. <laughs> I just wrote the song. Is that the... Is that the theme, the theme song? song? I don't know. Maybe I don't remember how what how it goes. Very, went, so very, very possible. Roll back the clip, and that'll be the uh, the theme song from <laughs> now on. <laughs> Something like that.
1: All right. Thank you guys for watching. It's your, your boy. boy. It's your boy. Okay, let's go cook some rice.
0: Peace. Ugh.